Hello and welcome to Life as a Vampire, a Vampire the Masquerade V5 campaign. Welcome to episode 5 of Life as a Vampire. This is a prep and retrospective episode. So, a couple of things. Uh, First, I just want to thank everyone who takes the time to actually listen to this. I know we don't have an enormous following, but I am definitely thankful for the followers and the listeners that we do have. So sincerely, thank you. I will absolutely stay focused on trying to get this organized and making sure that everything that I learn and that works for me is passed on to you guys in the most efficient way possible, because that was the goal of this whole thing in the first place. And while I have really enjoyed creating all of this, uh, lately I feel like I've spent a little bit more time on the organizing of the raw podcast materials than I have on playing the actual game. I hope to find a better balance once all the raw recordings I have have all been uh, edited and put out there. Next, uh, I think the natural timing of this show has kind of boiled down to a bi-weekly schedule. I've been able to comfortably release new episodes every two weeks, uh, usually on Fridays, so I think that will be the official schedule from now on. Also, uh, I've decided that the hardest part of this podcast has been the prep episodes. I do love discussing prep, and I am passionate about uh, world building and NPC creation, but I am finding that with things being the way they are, I wind up not being able to record a prep episode before my actual play. So what I think I'm going to do is have prep slash retrospective episodes. Those of you who've listened to the last episode heard that I misplaced my prep notes and had to record a prep episode after the fact. I wound up finding that to be pretty enjoyable, so I think I'm going to do a mix of both and let you all know in the episode description if it's a prep episode or a prep and retrospective episode. Anyway, on to the prep and retrospective for this week's session. I tried to have Kay take the lead this week, which kind of wound up making Shion into somebody that isn't great in an emergency. First, I'll tell you my starter. It's my strong start sentence that's meant to kind of paint a picture and uh, get my engine all revved up, as it were. So my strong start was, The warehouse is completely dark when you pull up. What the fuck is this? Shion cautions Kay against going inside. Wait. Shion makes a call to Armand. No answer. Also, I'd like to note that for some reason at the top of the page, I wrote ADVENTURE with an exclamation mark in all caps. So that was my strong start. I sort of bend the rule about how strong starts are only supposed to be one sentence, but I think it was worth it. Next, we have my location notes. The three sentences about the setting that are supposed to also get my engine all revved up. Number one was, the warehouse was always reasonably clean, but it's pristine now. Number two is, a very large crate has been placed on top of the dorm entrance. And number three was, there are two vampires hidden in a dorm room. Now this is the first episode where I started to use something called secrets. These are things that can be discovered by the player. It's kind of more suited to dungeon crawling, but I gave it a try because this was kind of like a dungeon crawl in that there is suspense, and in a way, it's supposed to be like the puzzle of figuring out what happened. So basically, the secrets that could be discovered by the player uh, were the following. I had four of them. Number one is, the warehouse is dark because a breaker's been pulled. Number two is, several newborn vamps were destroyed. 
Number three was, dorms remained hidden from the intruders. And number four was, Malachi and Armand are safe. Now, looking back on this, I'd say it's pretty clear that I did not do enough prep in regard to who the perpetrators actually were. I kind of used it as an excuse to usher in an explanation of the Camarilla and Anarch dynamic, but in the end, I didn't end up going that way, so I'm going to have to clean that up in a later episode. Now, I'd like to say that it's kind of, okay, that's a vampire thing, you know, a twist, a turn. It's not what it looks like. Uh, But in reality, it just looks like I just wasn't prepared well and kind of switched the story to something I thought worked better partway through. Oh, well, learning experience. Um, And I can, I'll have them all clean this up, like, during a conversation. I I think in a few uh, sessions, I have a plan for a car ride where there should be a lot of Q&A. And I think I'll be able to do a little damage control there. I didn't know how I was going to reveal these secrets uh, at the time of prep, so I just kind of kept them in mind. So in addition to the strong start, the location notes, and the secrets, uh, I also kept my getting to know Shion sheet handy. But this time, with less emphasis on the stats and the description uh, and the topical key facts about him, and more emphasis on page 2, which is basically just an extension of the key facts from page 1. It's basically the same system that I mentioned in previous episodes where I basically just write down a bunch of facts about that character and then highlight them in either red for secrets or facts that uh, the character wouldn't share willingly, yellow for those that the character would share under the right circumstances, or green for those the character would share willingly or that are obvious. And I've been adding to these as time goes on for Shion, either using material from the sessions or adding stuff when it just comes to me randomly like throughout the week. Now, on to a bit of retrospective. This was my first attempt at creating a mystery to be solved in a tabletop RPG, because usually, uh, as a D&D person, I prefer to handle things through battle or through diplomacy. I have no experience with mystery, so this was my first attempt. I used Xion to provide hints without giving too much away, and at times I had a little bit of difficulty finding some balance. I really wanted Kay to just take the lead, but... I kind of felt as we went on that that was asking a bit much, considering she was kind of a beginning player and she didn't have any other party members to turn to for advice. So one issue that came up during this episode was that I found myself wishing I had some kind of map to share. Uh, At first, I was kind of into the idea of keeping things simple, you know, no maps, no figures, none of that stuff, Uh, no, like, overly drawn-out combat. But I did realize that at this point, there could be exceptions to that rule. You know, I mean, the most important thing is to kind of do what works for us. So I felt we'd benefit from a map, but I didn't have one prepared this time. The best that I had prepared was basically just some scribbled notes, uh, like a, you know, really loose outline that I had kind of drawn in a writing app on my iPad. So I did wind up sharing that with Kay in the middle of the session. But after this episode, I wound up dusting off the wet eraser board posters that I got as a gift a while back, and I kind of drew out exactly what I what I was picturing, because uh, I just, I don't know, it just felt like the natural evolution of things. Maybe I wouldn't do it for every episode, but for the next episode, not this one, not episode five, but the next one, I took the time to prepare an actual map. And I just want to remind everyone, I'm not making any money off of this. I'm not endorsing anything. There are no ads. Uh, But just for the sake of preparation, I'll share exactly what I worked with. Uh, I was gifted those wet-dry erase posters that have four different textures and are double-sided. 
they come in a poster holding case with a mini eraser and some markers. And I, I don't, they come with like textures already on them, but I didn't really uh, need those textures. So I wound up going with just the simple black and white graph paper, like a grid. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself because in this episode, I simply realized I needed something more tangible to represent all the characters. So uh, I didn't have that this time. Next time I'll talk about that in more detail. I think that while tensions did run high, and Kay did confess to me later that she kind of became annoyed with Xion's inability to kind of take the lead, the session did go well overall. I do need to warn everybody that about 20 or so minutes in, for about five minutes, my neighbor started pounding on their wall or dribbling a basketball or something. And this resulted in a pounding sound for maybe four minutes, which I edited to the best of my ability, but there was some of it I just couldn't get rid of. So I do apologize for that. I do hope you hang in there, though, because it, it does get better. Uh, it's just for part of it. But I do realize that while it is happening, it is quite annoying. So sorry, I will definitely be more mindful of that in the future. And that wraps up this prep and retrospective episode for session five. Now, please enjoy the actual play episode.